Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dustin Dell here, motivational speaker, leadership expert, and two-time author of Learn to Lead by Serving and Learn to Lead by Serving Too. And we're going to talk about why it sucks to stay stuck. Doesn't it suck to stay stuck, especially in leadership? And really, just as being an individual, one of the worst things that can happen to us is to feel stuck. We may have the motivation, but not the direction. We may have the inspiration, but not the vision. And when those things are out of balance and not in alignment, we often feel stuck. And within leadership, if a leader is stuck, typically that means the team does not have a direction, nor a vision, nor a mission, nor an accomplishment. And they really don't know what it is that they're being held accountable to. So we're going to talk about that today. Why do leaders sometimes feel stuck? And then more importantly, how do you unstuck yourself in a stuck situation? So listen in today as we are going to stop getting stuck. So I think one of the first things we need to realize in leadership is that, um, number one, it's going to be hard. It's extremely difficult to be a leader and you're going to face all kinds of adversity. You're going to face all kinds of situations that maybe you feel like you necessarily weren't prepared for. But I'll tell you, most leaders are never prepared for the situation in which they're going into. Uh, you can do all the practice in the world. You can read every book in the world and you're going to have ideas on how to solve the problem. But there's going to be something that you face that you've never faced before. And that adversity will test your character. And that adversity is going to test and demonstrate how good of a leader you are. Because there's two things that's going to happen. Number one, you're going to embrace excuses. Or number two, you're going to embrace solutions. So what does that have to do with being stuck? Well, first and foremost, when a leader experiences something they never have before, it almost paralyzes them in fear. Maybe it paralyzes them in their decision making, in their judgment, and maybe it paralyzes them in gathering feedback from the team. See, I think when a leader stops listening to the team is when the team really needs to start paying attention to that leader because they're either going to um, drown and quite frankly not make it or they're going to, to thrive um, in an environment in which they're not going to thrive in. And it's just not gonna happen for them. So when, when that leader stops seeking feedback, that's really when the team needs to turn around and, and figure out what the next step needs to be uh, for them themselves. You know, self-preservation, we'll call it a little bit. But sometimes that paralyzation of fear keeps a leader feeling stuck. And again, going back to earlier, sometimes that leader may have the motivation, but not the vision. They may have the inspiration, but not the direction. So one of the things you have to do is figure out where you think you're stuck at, right? It's almost that self-healing or self-identification. So for example, I had a leader one time that struggled with communication. And when it came to giving either a conflict conversation or trying to re resolve conflict in the workplace, they would get stuck every single time on how to approach the situation. And the worst part is typically they wouldn't approach the situation and that animosity in the team began to build and build and build and build. So finally we sat down and I said, why do you not like having conflict conversations? Long story short and come to the root cause analysis of it, the environment in which number one, they grew up and, and as a kid, was a very hostile environment. So they shy away from conflict. This is why I talk about this podcast, putting the human back in the leadership. 
you can't separate professional and personal when it comes to a leader or when it comes to being a human being. The attributes of your personal will carry over into your professional. So this individual has a psychology um, barrier of conflict. They shy away from conflict. So once we identify that the reason they don't like conflict is because all they remember was growing up their parents fighting. Now we solve that by walking through the steps of saying that environment is no longer here. It's in the past. And of course, you can't change your past, but it keeps you from getting to the future. So that individual is able to to finally come to terms that, yes, those memories are not fun, but it also doesn't mean that they need to stay present. And that made them feel a little more comfortable with approaching conflict, approaching conflict. They felt like they had a little more confidence in realizing that the minute those memories start to come back, they need to push them aside so they could focus on the situation at hand. Okay, so that self-identification, really figure out why it is you're stuck. Then the second part of that is create some form of solution or seek a mentor or leader, guide or whoever that can help you work through those solutions. See, when we think of leadership, often most leaders I talked with always feel like they're alone. They tell me, I don't have anybody to talk to. I can't really talk to my assistant. I can't really bounce ideas off the team because it does involve the team. And so they feel stuck. They feel stuck because they, they, they maybe have this solution, but they feel like they have to go at it alone and they start to self-doubt if their solution is the right one. Find a mentor, find a peer, find whoever you can, an executive coach. This is why I say executive coaches are extremely important to leaders is because you have to have somebody ready to listen and help you walk through those strategies. It's crucial. Leaders who try to lead alone often fail because it's a one-sided view. They only see one vantage point versus trying to gather feedback from an outside source or a trusted source to see a different vantage point. And oftentimes those battles that are won are won because the leader went to a different vantage point. Okay, so circling back, make sure you realize you don't have to do it alone as a leader. Get a coach, get a mentor, whatever, whoever, find a way for you to work through those problems together. So that's step number two to getting unstuck. Figure out what you need solution-wise to get through it. Number three, you have to track your results. It's, it's super easy to get motivated and have that inspirational rush and put a ton of words out into the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But then you don't follow up to see the metric. And sometimes that metric is not a number. Sometimes that metric is your personal happiness. You actually feel happier as a leader. You feel happier in your job. You feel happier leading the programs or projects that you are. Okay, so it's important to attach this to a result, an outcome, a metric, maybe that's not a number metric or an engagement piece. So that way you know that you're on track. Again, going back to having an executive coach in your corner, they will help measure you along the way. And I would say lastly is being honest with yourself and making those pivotal changes. So one of the reasons that people stay stuck is because they're not honest with themselves. So one of the reasons leaders stay stuck is because they're not honest with their leadership. They know things are going wrong and they know the team's upset. They know the, the tension is growing. But yet when a leader doesn't make those pivotal points, those pivotal shifts that are needed, that's when things really go south. 
But that first starts with a leader being honest with themselves and understanding that changes need to happen. So I hope you found this valuable today. Just a couple quick tips on why it sucks to stay stuck and how to unstuck yourself in leadership and as an individual. Again, if you feel like this podcast is really doing you a lot of good and you find a value in it, make sure to subscribe. When I'm putting out a lot more content, helping individuals and leaders put the human back in the leadership. If you want to find out more about Dustin Dell, go to dustin-dell.com. Have all kinds of information on there. Sign up for my executive coaching program. You can work with me one-on-one directly. I'll help you unstuck yourself and I'll help you get to where you want to go and close those gaps. And lastly, if you want to check out more information about Learn to Lead by Serving and Learn to Lead by Serving too, make sure to head over to Amazon. Just type in Dustin Dell or the title of the books and it'll take you right to the direct link. You purchase them, get them shipped right to your front door pretty fast. And if you find the books valuable, please make sure to leave a five-star review. Those are super helpful and greatly appreciated. As always, email in your questions, message me on LinkedIn, find me on Facebook. I want to know what you want to know, and I want to help you get that information. So just take a couple moments, send those questions in, and I will make sure we get to them in our upcoming episodes. And as always, remember, we are here to put the human back into leadership.